is SWBC Mortgages Cowboys Crosstalk. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by A Number One Air, the official HVAC and electric partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. The National Medal of Honor Museum. Join the mission at mohmuseum.org. And by SWBC Mortgage. Customized solutions to help you meet your personal and business goals. Visit swbc.com. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton and Kevin Gray. It is week nine of the National Football League. It is Cowboys Crosstalk Live on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan joined as always, by the six-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champion, Nate Newton. Nate, what's going on? Good to what's see up, you. What's up, baby? What's up? Live at the Cowboys yes. Club at the Star in Frisco. This week, I am joined by one half of the award-winning Sean and RJ Morning Show on 105.3 <laughs> The Fan. He yes. is none other than yes. RJ Choppy. Yes. Chop, good to Chop. see you. What's going Chop. on? I don't know what awards we've won, but I'll take it. The Chop. awards Chop. that you've won are in the hearts and minds of those who <laughs> listen to you, Chop. Don't even yes, worry sir. about it. Thank yes, you. Every day. This week, though, we are joined by not just legendary status, royalty from <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. He is none other than a three-time Pro Bowler, a three-time All-Pro, Super Bowl champion, a member of the 1970s All-Decade team, and also a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2021. I like to call him the original 88. He is Drew Pearson. Drew, good to see you on this Wednesday evening, sir. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Good to be with you guys. And I appreciate that intro, man. Can you uh, travel with me and <laughs> do that when I go on the road? Uh, I like hey, that. I like hey, that. I, if the check is good, I'll come with you wherever you want me to go to. Yeah. You, sound real, like, real, you sound like me. Hey, real yeah. talk. That's real talk. Uh, Cowboys, Cowboys. Let's talk about the Cowboys on their bye week this week. So don't have an opportunity to win or lose. They get the chance to sit home like the rest of us and watch the NFL in week number nine this week. Nate, I want to start with you, though. Yes, sir. We are at the halfway point of this season. Cowboys 6-2, and two, second overall in the NFC East, one of the best teams in the NFL. Give me your assessment on the first half of this season and what stood out to you most about this Cowboys it's team. It's been amazing. It's been amazing because we're all going to say what we saw against Tampa. We, 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 hey, it was mm -hmm. over. over. Now it's been amazing. Over. But what I want to say, Drew, what I want to say, Chopper and Kevin, is the consistency of the head coach. Mm. Besides that one time you saw him on TV when he asked the, uh, the trainer on TV, like, it's Dak, and he's like, uh, he like, oh. After yeah. that, oh, yeah. he went to work. Yeah. He adjusted his, the way his offensive coordinator thought. He, let, he gave his defensive coordinator a little bit more control, and they've been winning ever since. With, you know, and so now QB won back. We rolling. It's been amazing, man. Chad, talk to me about the biggest difference you've seen from this team from last year that's gotten them to this point at six and two. I mean, they're not making the little mistakes, yes, right? Sir. You know, they're not beating themselves. That's the key. When you have a backup quarterback playing for half a year, or in this case, you know, been what sixty percent of the season, yeah, you know, you can't make mistakes and, and consistently win games, and they haven't. They haven't beaten themselves. I was like a C student. They, they're they're getting A's, right? Okay, they're getting A's across the board, right. like, and, wow. and it's 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 fun to watch because you know all I know is since that since your teams, Nate, w there's been a lot of bad luck, and 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 they've made mistakes themselves, right? And it just feels like for the first time, like everything's kind of falling their way, and that you need that, 
you know, you need a little luck along the way if you're going to win. That's and, right. And they've gotten it right now so far. Drew, talk to me about this wide receiver group. A 88 club member, CeeDee Lamb, emerging as a number one wide receiver. If you were to talk to him just like you did at that one time where y'all sat and had Chipotle and had a good time with yourself <laughs> and Michael Irvin, yeah, uh, right. what advice would you give to CeeDee Lamb about what he needs to do going forward for the rest of this season here? Well, you know, I... I don't watch it as closely as I used to. You know, the older you get, the further away from the game you get. But looking at CD, I don't, I don't see him doing anything he needs to do. Just keep doing what he's doing. Every time he gets the opportunity, he seems to be making plays. What, he had five for 77 mm -hmm. uh, Saturday, I mean Sunday. And, you know, back in the day, Tony Hill, if we had that, we would be happy. Five <laughs> right. <or> 77. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd be like, oh, man, yeah. we're, we're rolling. But, you know, nowadays, you know, those numbers seem pedestrian to compare to uh, what uh, Amari Cooper's numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah the other night, night on Monday night, yes, yeah, it is. So, but, you know, CD, you know, as long as they keep using him, I think he'll continue to step up. And, I, you know, everybody talk about the receiving core. I, I, I think they're all right. Gallup's, you know, yep. coming through. He's, he's feeling it now. And mm -hmm. as he get closer, uh, uh, further into the season, you know, he'll have more confidence, and Dak will have more confidence to go to him, and Moore will have comp more confidence to call his number. Schultz is ha healthy. You see Dak, how he uses him. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's all part of the receiving group. Uh, I didn't see Noah Brown in his stats. Is he hurt? Yeah, uh, he was out with a foot injury on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But he gets healthy, and they got a, they got a good core. Uh, I'm glad they didn't get that kid uh, coming out of Houston. Brandon Cooks? Cooks? Cooks. Yeah. I, I don't like his attitude. I, it, there's a reason he goes right. from team to team. All right, and yeah, it, it, it's not his ability. So uh, let's not, you know, yeah. bring okay. a guy like that in because it'll infect yeah. the team in a negative way. So, yeah. uh, but CD, just keep doing what you're doing, man. If you need any help, call the regional ADA. <laughs> <laughs> well, you follow yeah. the game a little more closely than what you give yourself credit for, Nate. When you look at this team now on their bye week. What's a player's mentality on a bye week? Not just getting, you know, the rest and the recovery, but what are you doing during this time to get away from the game a little bit and try to recover a little bit before you get ready for this, the rest of the season? This is the deal. They didn't have a bye week. Mm -hmm. We had a bye week that was controlled by your coach. Mm. Oh, yeah. Jimmy only gave us a day here. A, a Friday at uh, 3 o'clock. We had to be back Monday morning. So we had <laughs> Sunday, Saturday, <laughs> and Sunday. Now it's mandatory minimum yeah. four days. Mm -hmm. Gotta have it. Uh, yeah. But these guys, unlike me now, they're they 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 understand taking care of their bodies, coming back, staying in shape. You you never see these guys fall out after uh, uh, a a bye week. They've always coming back and had some type of winning streak. If you check the history, but now that'd have been me, Drew. Yeah. I mean, it's like. The local donut shop, the eateries, <laughs> uh, you know, all you can eat, smorgasbord. Yeah. You know, Nate they, said they, he was yeah. going to town on the bye yeah. week. So yeah. how are you? We had, we had Michael, Michael Irvin on the show today. Yeah. We asked him what he did to earn his bye week, and he said, you don't want to know. That's right. <laughs> you don't want to know. We, <laughs> we did it back then. Chop, what do you want to see coming out of the bye week once this team returns and the number one thing for you that's going to be on your radar when the Cowboys get back on the field when they take on Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers on the road? Well, I, want to, I, want, you know, I, I was a little worried about Micah, it, it, whether he was healthy. Healthy or, right, or right. you know, you, you kind of hit that wall at some point. Or I was worried about that, so I want to see the health, but I just don't want to see them lose their edge. You know, like a lot of times, I, I wonder: you go into a bye week on a hot streak, is that bad? You know, do you lose your edge? I mean, if you nah. you know, if you're if you're struggling, maybe the bye week's good for you. But you go into the and we've seen a lot of teams go the week before the bye, yeah, and they put up a stinker. 
Right. Mm -hmm. And this team didn't do that, which I think is a good sign. But I just want to see them not lose the edge they've had because they've played with they've played physical football. They've played football that's wide open, and they've been able to win mul multiple different ways. I just don't want to see them lose that edge. This yeah, is hey, Chop, that's the thing I noticed the most. They play physical football. They are getting after yeah. it. They are playing football the way it's supposed to be played, the way Cowboy football is supposed to be played. And it is a physical yeah. game out there. They better, the opponents, when they come in here or we go there, they better button their chin straps yep. up because we're bringing it. And uh, that defensive line is setting that pace for the rest of the defense. And you see the results. Speaking of physical football. The Dallas Cowboys ran for over 200 yards on Sunday go. against the Chicago Bears. Tony Pollard, 14 carries, a buck 31, 9.4 yards per carry. That physical football and that nature that you've got Ezekiel Elliott, who's dealing with a little bit of a knee injury right now. Drew, if you're Mike McCarthy and you've got these two backs, how are you handling the distribution between Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard once you get back onto the field when you take on the Packers? Uh, just the way they've been doing it. Apparently, the guys get along with each other. That's yeah. the biggest part of it. You know, after uh, Butch Johnson was trying to take my job, <laughs> our, our, our friendship kind of split. You know? Oh, no, no, not my you man. Know? Then, to then after, the after we retired, the friendship came back. Yeah, okay? yeah, right. But uh, the guys seem to be uh, okay with it. And, uh, you know, running back is that position now in the NFL where you need two guys, you know, you need two producers there. Uh, and not just because of injuries, but because you put the pressure you put on the defense. They're two different type of uh, running backs. So there are two different ways you have to prepare for them. Mm -hmm. And that's good for the offense. And so when they see Zeke coming in, they're thinking of one thing. Well, let's do something else. Let's surprise them with yeah. something different. Same thing with, with Pollard. So uh, long as they get along and there's no issues between them, keep using them like you're using them. This, this is what – see, every guy that knows football that I've listened to said the same thing he said, said the same thing I said, said the same thing Choppy said this morning. What, what is the issue here? What is, what, what is the issue? <laughs> the issue is one thing. Zeke makes $12 million. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, but if you – Give Tony Pollard 25 carries or touches a game for the next nine games. I promise you we'll be talking about another guy next year saying, hey, he's not the same guy. Mm. Well, remember you yeah. wanted him to have all these extra mm -hmm. games. Zeke did this for four years straight. He did. So I, people, better, people better understand the game. Mm -hmm. They better understand the game, what these two guys bring to this game. This guy had a chance to talk the ball this past game 25 times. They only gave it to him 14. That's yeah. right. Think. Because that's, that's what he is. That's, yeah. the, that's what they want to do. He's explosive. They told us this past week yeah. what his role is going to be. Mm -hmm. There was no Zeke, and he still only got 14 carries. Yeah. He's never had more than, what, 17 in a game, even right. in college. That's right. You know, and it doesn't mean that he can't do 20, 25 every now and then. It doesn't mean that to give him to him every time. Yeah. Every, if you give him 25 carries a game like he's ever for the next nine games, you may never see the same guy again. <laughs> That's he's a, he's yeah. effective the way they use him. Thank you. You know, and he, when he comes in, it's a surprise to yeah. the defense. <laughs> and now they don't know where's he going to go, what's he going to do. And uh, you got the receiving ability, the running ability. And when he hits that hole, I mean, he, he reminds me of Dorsett a lot. Mm. Because once Dorsett got in that hole, bam, he was gone. He was gone. This, All right. And, and, he got and, that little sliver of daylight. You know that daylight? Yeah. That little daylight. And then he's gone. 54 yards and, and, to the house. Everybody always trying to tell me about this. But one thing 
this offensive line did this week that I hadn't saw. They gave him the point of attack entrance. They gave him a cutback mm-hmm. entrance. And, and they gave him that deep cutback. A lot of people can't get to that deep cutback. Amen. He came back one time by, when it was an eight-man front. Yeah. And he even fooled his safety because he went up into that point of attack and dropped all the way back, left that dude hanging. And so the offensive line really put it on this week, man. Go back. Yeah. All these people out here talk about when they call you a show. Hey, man, I look at the All-22. Are you really? <laughs> Are you really? Well, Nate, can't watch, anybody watch All-22 like you watch All-22. Yeah. Yeah. You stay, you stay yeah. watching film. I can watch it, but I don't know what I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. right, right. You do know what you watch. You can see where that hole is open and Tony Pollard yeah. running through for 54 well, it's yards. It's nice to hear Nate explain that. Because yes. yeah. we wide receiver. We don't care about all that. He's like, look, <laughs> I'm downstairs a lot. I'm handling my business. I'm getting this cardio in. To get downfield. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> but you do know about an openings in a zone. Yeah, you do yeah, know yeah. Open up a zone. Amen. If I got yeah. time, I'll find but it. Yeah. <laughs> Nay, I want to ask you before we go to break, how fun is it to block for running backs like Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard? We just celebrated the 20-year anniversary of Emmitt Smith breaking Walter Payton's all-time rushing record there at AT&T Stadium. How much fun is it to block for guys like that knowing Anytime they get the ball in their hands, there's potentially hit a home run like Pollard did. It's, it's just sweet, man. And the thing about it, you don't know when it's happening. Because as offensive linemen, you got a work mentality. You know, every, every time you're looking at this dude who's athletically more gifted than you, mm. nine times out of ten. <laughs> so you just work it. You just work it. All of a sudden, you hear the crowd. Ah! Right. And you like, you know it ain't a pass. Yeah. So you know something <laughs> running for that out, man. And Emmett used to come out of some things, man. Because we never knew Emmett's speed. We mm. never knew who elusive he was until we saw it on film. Mm. Mm, wow. But we know about Tony Pollard. We oh, know yeah. how devastating he is. We know that Zeke is a sludge hammer. You so, wow. It, it, it's, a, it's a good feeling, man. I almost made me lose a pound right here. <laughs> just around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? About it. I'm telling you. <laughs> Chop, what does that do to a confidence for a football team when you see Pollard running the way that he is, knowing that anytime he gets the ball in his hands, he could go for 60 and take it to the house? It's just another weapon. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's what it is. It's, it's another guy you have. I mean, you can throw the ball to CD, or you go downfield to Gallup, or as we saw this week, which we haven't seen a lot in the in in, in recent time, is is Dak using his feet too. Uh, oh, you know, sweet using his yeah. legs in the running game. Yeah, and that's a, that's uh, another yeah. weapon. That's, oh, what, that's what Nate was wanting to see a little bit. Little twenty sixteen yeah. Dak a little bit. I, I mean, right. the, the best third and four uh, on this team might be him. You know, yeah. just taking it and, and doing something with it, right? Right. So, wow. Uh, it's just another. It's another. Uh, it's another bullet they've got, and and that's that's what you know. Pollard does that, and and, and so does Zeke. I mean, uh, like. To me, Zeke's still the best third and one guy you got. Right, right. Um, so they're, they're, they're just loaded with weapons right now. Hey, guys, I used to run that when I'm a quarterback at Tulsa. Mm. I used to run that RPO, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but I'd always give it to the back, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you were smart. You were smart. <laughs> I'm going to take the option. Hey, 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 hand it to Tulsa, the back. You didn't want to be carrying that ball. <laughs> I see the DN crashing down. I'm going to go ahead <laughs> and hand it, hand it off. Right. Hand it off wow, to the back. That's sweet. This, Amen. This team is 6-2 and two in their bye week. We are live at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Kevin Gray, R.J. Choppy, three-time Super Bowl champion, Nate Newton, Pro Football Hall of Famer, the original 88, Drew Pearson, in the house tonight. It is Cowboys Crosstown presented by SWBC. Coming up next, we're going to talk about this defense. This defense is on a historic pace in sacking the quarterback. What's the ceiling of this defense for 2022? We'll talk about that next live on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Go Cowboys! WBC Mortgages Cowboys Crosstalk. Cross yeah, Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Week 9 of the National Football League Cowboys Crosstalk presented by SWBC at SWBC Customized Solutions for Individuals and Businesses are just a click away. Visit SWBC.com to learn more and start your next adventure. Kevin Gray of 105 to the fan 
RJ Choppy of Sean and RJ on 105 to the fan, which you can hear every single day, 5.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. And of course, our three-time Super Bowl champion, six-time Pro Bowler Nate Newton, joining me as always. And royalty, Dallas Cowboys style, the original number 88 Pro Football Hall of Famer class of 2021, Drew Pearson yes, with yes, us on yes. this wow. Wednesday evening here live at the Star in Frisco at the Cowboys Club. Gentlemen, I wanted you to think about this defense as we have this conversation now. A defense that's leading the NFL in sacks. Micah Parsons looking like defensive player of the year early on this year. Choppy, how good has this defense been based on what you've seen and evaluate? Because I know you're diving into all the 22 when you're not you know, watching your kids oh, yeah. play baseball and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> what's have you seen on film uh, with this defense so far this year? Uh, it, I mean, it all starts start up front. I mean, the whole to me, everything is, is, is based right now with this team up the pass rush. They are getting to the quarterback. They're putting the quarterback back on their heels. They're allowing the secondary to make plays. They're allowing the other quarterback to make bad throws, which is causing turnovers, right? And they may not be getting the turnovers at the same rate they were last year. That was never going to happen. Right, right. You know, Diggs was never going to get 11 picks again. That's <laughs> right. just like, that, that, that's, that's, a, that's a career year, right? Right, right? So you couldn't expect that. So you needed the front to get to the quarterback, and they have. And, and you know, the only thing they can't do is stop the run. And in, in today's NFL, when nobody runs – I mean, okay, I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, it's not ideal. It's not ideal, but, uh, man, they're, they're getting the quarterback. And they're, they're, if they're not touching him, they're at least getting him back on his heels, and that's making them dip more difficult throws. Nate, this is a team that is third in the NFL in points allowed at 16.6 points per game by the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. When you look at going forward for the rest of the year, to Choppy's point about the run defense, what do you see that has to get better for this run defense, at least to be average, so that they're not getting gashed the way that we've seen at times this season so well, far? Well, the first thing that I, I want for our defense is for our offense. And I've asked for this from the first show we've done together. I need for y'all to be at least even with time of possession. Mm. Our defense is averaging playing 32 minutes a game, and you wonder why our secondary is banged up. And Chicago mm. had 36 yeah. minutes on Sunday. So yeah, you 36. You wow. know, yeah. and, mm. you know, you have to. You got nine games. You got five of them, I think, are road games. Three yeah. things yes. you got to take on the road. That's your run game. That's your defense. And you got to have tight special teams. So if, if, if this is the case, you got to find a way to at least even it up 30 minutes a game. If you get 32, imagine if our defense can play only 28 minutes a game. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's Drew that. Pearson to score some more touchdowns yeah. every now so and then. So I know yeah. you asked me about the defense, <laughs> more but I'm telling you what can help with our defense. That you'll see the turnovers pick up. You'll see, you'll see that we'll be in more leads, and, we'll, and our defense is at its finest then. And then when it comes time to stop that run early in the game, uh, either late in the game, because Philadelphia closed out on us, mm -hmm. we'll be fresh enough to do it. Drew, what do you believe is the ceiling for this football team this year based on what you've seen and now going forward for the rest of the year and what the Cowboys can achieve possibly? Well, you know, I'm not going to get on that bandwagon like a lot of Cowboys yeah. fans and, you know, talking about Super Bowl and stuff. You know, let's just take one game at a time and, and see where we are. Uh, going through the NFC East now is the beast again. Yeah. You know, it ain't Seems the least way, yeah. anymore, right? Uh, so let's uh, try to have that goal of winning the East, uh, at least getting to the playoffs, then reestablish ourselves once we get there and see if we have what, we, what it takes to make a run through the playoffs. We had a good team last year. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was disappointed when we hit the playoffs playing a home game. San Francisco, you're not up for that. You're not ready for that. That was a great opportunity for us to win that game, then maybe make a run, 
you know, through the rest of the playoffs. But uh, this team just needs to take one game at a time. They're not that. They're not too many veterans on this team. A lot mm -hmm. of young guys. A lot of young guys. So let's like, keep them focused. You know, not looking too far ahead. Choppy, this is an <laughs> NFC East that's 23 and eight since the merger in 1970. This division has the highest win percentage through the first eight weeks of the season at a 742 clip in one of only two divisions currently, the AFC East and the NFC East, to have all four teams at least 500 or above. Did you see this coming in the NFC East with how good the Cowboys have been, the Giants, the Philadelphia Eagles, even Washington having won three games in a row? Did you see this coming at the beginning of the season? You want me to lie to you? I want you to tell me the <laughs> I mean, truth, Chop. Tell the me the chop, truth. The Chop truth. I, I didn't see No. <laughs> I, I saw the Cowboys running away with this thing. I didn't see the Eagles being, what, 7-0. Yeah. I sure as you know what didn't see the Giants being <laughs> at their record at 6-2. And, and I didn't see, even see Washington being a 500 team. I thought it was going to be the Cowboys and then a gap and then the Eagles and then a bigger gap and then those other two teams down at the bottom. Uh, I certainly did not see this. This is stunning. I still don't buy New York. I still don't. Mm. No, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of their quarterback. Uh, I, I think their coach has done a really nice job, but I, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for them to go on that five-game Yeah, they game won a lot streak. of games in uh, very unusual ways, like yeah. going for two points and winning yeah. the game instead of Lamar tying Jackson, and going over time. Over last drive yeah. and all yeah. that. Uh, they, uh, what was that, Jacksonville yeah. game where yep. he throws an interception on the one-yard line? Yep. You know, yeah. things like that. But, uh, you know, when you, when you see that, Nate knows that you're, like, scared because yeah. is that a team of destiny? Right. Winning games <laughs> like that, you know, yes, through the course of a season? Yes, sir. So you got to be concerned about the Giants, sure. too, right. Chop. Right. Yeah, I get it. I just, you know, like that, they had no business beating Baltimore. Baltimore was dominating that football game. Yeah. They, they wound up winning. Uh, I, I just, I, I can't. I can't. Like, I can't see that team. I'm like, man, I just don't understand how they're doing it. I'm going to have to get past that because they seem to be here. Philadelphia is scary, though. Yeah. yeah. All right, they're scary. I love their quarterback. I think, yeah. I think Jalen Hurts is tremendous. He's uh, getting he, better he, and better every game. Yeah, I think he's criminally underrated. I think he's underrated as a passer. Uh, he's, he's not underrated as a runner, but I think as a passer, he is massively underrated. And they made a move, too, Chop. Brought in a defensive end. Yeah. That Robert in Quinn. Trade. Yeah. Robert yeah. Quinn. Quinn. Former oh, Dallas my God. Cowboy. Quinn. Our yeah. guy. Former Dallas <laughs> Cowboy. That's Duh. right. As yeah. a rotation player. So, yeah. As a He's so going to be hyped. They're be not satisfied. They're still making moves. Nate, where does this Cowboys team fit in the NFC picture in your mind when you think about the Philadelphia Eagles, the New York Giants? Where does this Cowboys team fit with the <clears> Minnesota <throat> Vikings and all these teams at the top of the NFC? You know, you know Kevin, and I'm being, I'm being serious. Uh, let's see. Did, did, we have had 12 in this win, 11 this win, 10s uh -huh. this win. 13 and 3 yeah, in 2016. And all of a sudden, yeah. the first round, we, we, all our ugly uh, weaknesses come out. Yeah. Let, let's see. I, I, I want to see because I have never in the last 10 years have counted Philly, count Philly out. Mm -hmm. It's something about their GM and their Howie management Roseman. team yeah. that always seem to put a team yeah. together and then they would at the end of the year it's like they finna play four passes and they beat them all yeah. and they end the playoffs man they made the playoffs last year in a rebuild <laughs> that's what that's i'm saying right. okay in a rebuild and so you didn't believe that they was yeah. gonna be good this year <laughs> i did i did but i i, I thought right. i, I, I was saw seven and oh yeah coming. yeah, I, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting hey, to get hurt you know i i, I quit doubting them 
Yeah. Because every year we doubt. Yeah. Now, the Giants I talk bad about. Uh, <laughs> the Washington several names I would talk bad about. Several names. I like that. But, uh, the Washington yeah. Philly, several names. I'm, I'm always yeah. scared of Philly. <laughs> and, fellas, don't forget, they ended with maybe 10 or 11 straight run plays mm -hmm. against us. They're like, we're going to put our stamp of approval on y'all. Wow. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they stay. Yeah. I remember that, man. But uh, Brown? A.J. Brown? Yeah, I didn't even know about this guy until, you know. He's we, been he was hitting in Tennessee. Tennessee. He was yeah. hitting Tennessee. Tannehill, the, the, yeah. You know, I, the Eagles saw something in him. I guess yeah. the rest of the league as well. But, man, this guy's a, a Yeah, three player. touchdowns on Sunday. He's yeah, been balling he's, in Philly. Uh, makes a big difference then and with the uh, – Devontae Smith mm -hmm. uh, there. So, and they got a good tight end. They got a little yeah, running game. Yeah. They run that little option, that RPO. Mm -hmm. And especially around the goal line, they, they don't settle for field goals. Right. They're getting right. in the end zone. And a lot of it is that the pressure hurt will put on the defense when mm. they get into that. We call it the plus territory. Right. You, you know, you young guys call it the <laughs> <laughs> red zone. Red zone. That's right. That's but, right. Uh, plus territory. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a threat down there. And uh, that means the rest of the offense is a threat in that kind of situation. And they're, they're putting them touchdowns mm. and not kicking field goals. You got Jordan <coughs> Davis, you got Fletcher Cox, you got Hargrave, mm. and you got Brandon Graham. These dudes know how and to now play you added big Robert boy. Quinn to that. Yeah, they know how to play yeah. big boy football. Yeah. And so they got a they got a deal now. We're gonna beat you down in the first quarter. We're gonna score a lot of points in the in the second quarter, and we're gonna make you come get us. Right? Yeah, right. That is what the Cowboys need to adapt going into the second yeah. part of the season. That way our offense, our defense can stay fresh. And, I, and I'm gonna ride that. I'm gonna ride that, Drew. Yeah. If we don't keep our <laughs> defense fresh, we ain't going nowhere. I agree with that. You know, it's an advantage. You know, that way you get your best players on yeah. the field. And they're not tired because then you have a rotation and everything like that. So you keep your best players on the field if, uh, if, they're con if you're controlling third down, yes. which will control the time of possession. Drew, I want to ask you before we go to break here because we feel like this Cowboys team has a chance to be special this year. When you played and understood what the assignment was for your teams, when did you know that a certain team was special, whether it be something in the locker room, something that happened in the game that you remember? When did you know that a particular team was special in a particular year? You know, not to sound arrogant or anything, we, we always felt we were special. Yeah. Because when we hit training camp, Coach Landry let us know exactly what we had. All right? Our, we always just set a reasonable goal, outstanding goal. But he would never set a goal that he didn't think our team could achieve. Yes, our sir. goal every year was to get to the playoff. Mm -hmm. I played in seven NFC championship games. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we, you know, we came to play every year. So we didn't have that drop-off. Even when we went to Super Bowl, you know, won that. Uh, uh, we thought going into training camp would be a little easier and stuff. Yeah, we the champs. No, he worked <laughs> us even harder. So we always had that, that goal to get to the Super Bowl. The reasonable goal was to make the playoffs, ways, means, and methods to accomplish that. And then you take those ways, means, and methods to the next goal, which is, of course, get to the uh, uh, playoff, but not just to get to the Super Bowl, but to win the Super Bowl. And uh, three-time Super Bowl champ, he knows better than me what Coach it takes. Johnson, so. Coach Johnson was the same Amen. way. Amen. You, you, and he always looked at players, and, and, I'm quite, and I know Coach Randy looked at that saying, he didn't look at where you – he always looked at what you could be. Mm. Yeah. And so he drove you to what he think you should What's be. What's your potential not, was, not, yeah. Yeah, not no, you know, hey, let's wait on this guy. No, if he believed in you, 
He put you in there and he let you go. Now he didn't just turn you loose as a starter. You had to kind of work yeah. your way. You know, it was always competition. This is the first time, or the second time, this is consecutive years that we have had real competitive guys Com checking one another. Mm -hmm. Right we, on. There's the accountability there. That, yeah. Right we on. Didn't, we didn't have no. Hey, you you the starter, Demarcus Lawrence. Mm -hmm. You the starter, Dak. You just. No, you look at our defense line. We just got rid of decent defense line. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we just yeah. released mm -hmm. a defense a defense line been yeah. picked up like that mm -hmm. because you 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 can't flash, brother. You got to play down in and down out. We are no. live at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. It is Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC. SWBC Mortgage joined the more than 120,000 customers that we've helped to find their happier way home. Visit SWBCMortgage.com to find a pro today. Coming up next here on Cowboys Crosstalk, the trade deadline passed yesterday. The Cowboys didn't necessarily make a move. Will the Cowboys regret not making a move at the trade deadline, or did they need to? We'll talk about it with our panel next here on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Cross yeah, Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Live at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco is Cowboys Crosstalk presented by SWBC, SWBC PEO, helping to alleviate the HR administrative burden that comes with running a business. Leave the worrying to us. Visit SWBCPEO.com to find out more. I promise you, Nate will not answer the phone. That's right. I won't, yeah, man. He won't be answering the phone no, there. But no. uh, he's going to be answering some questions here on Cowboys Cross. Uh, Kevin Gray, 105 through the fan. RJ Choppy of the Sean and RJ Morning Show, 530 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday on your home of the Cowboys. Our three-time Super Bowl champion and six-time Pro Bowler, Nate Newton. And Pro Football Hall of Famer, class of 2021, the original number 88, Drew Pearson here live on this Wednesday. It's the bye week for the Dallas Cowboys, who are at 6-2. and two. Get a chance, a little bit of uh, R&R, a little rest and relaxation for the Cowboys was this week before they take on Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. The trade deadline came and went yesterday. The Cowboys deciding to stand pat, not necessarily making a move on a day where we saw 10 trades go down in the National Football League. Chop, I'm going to ask you, as you cover this team, talk about this team on a daily basis, are they going to regret not making a move at the trade deadline? I don't know. They get Odell Beckham. <laughs> There's still the opportunity for that. He is still sitting out there in free agency. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think any team really, unless you, unless you don't have a quarterback and you need him. I don't know that how many teams are actually one player away anymore, right? Like you either have a quarterback that could take you there or you don't. And I think this team does. And I don't think they're truly one. I, I think they're there. They're ready. You know, like a couple of breaks go their way. The NFC is as wide open as I've ever, I've ever seen it. Uh, you don't have to go through Kansas City. You don't have to go through Buffalo. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about. You don't have to go through Lamar Jackson. All right. You don't have to worry about it. You, you, you just go through Philadelphia and San Francisco, and you've got the quarterback advantage in both of those games. So I'll take my chances. I, I, I don't think it's worth mortgage in the future. Uh, if they wanted to go and give up a, I, I, now would I have done a second round pick for Clay, Chase Claypool? Yeah, I probably would have. That's oh, the one that okay. got away, right? Okay. He's, he's making basically $2 million a year for this year and next year. That's, that's free. That's a free player. I'm sorry, Drew. I know back in your day, it's not. <laughs> like, today's NFL, that's a free player. 14-5. That's, that's, that's a free player today. Uh, so it's like, you know, I, I maybe would have gone for him, but I, I think they're there. I think they're good enough. Wow. Right on. Nate? I, I, I agree. Nate? No. I, I, yeah. I agree. I think they're good enough. They put themselves in a position, mm -hmm. you know, to compete uh, for that NFC East title and a playoff spot. So let's see if they can uh, finish the deal. And, uh, you know, they've been through adversity, lost their quarterback. Yeah. And still in this yeah, position. Yeah, came out on the other you side know, the of other it, guys, yeah. uh, like John Madden, like, doesn't like to say – but, but other guys stepped up. He yes. said, stepped up. Where have they been? You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to step up if you've right. already been there. If you've yeah, already yeah. been there. So, you know, the other guys are playing, played well during that stretch. And they got, <coughs> a lot of guys got experience, more mm -hmm. experience. So, you know, they put themselves in a position to make this run. But the next three games are critical. Two on the road, uh, Green Bay, then Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Minnesota's pretty good, y'all. Yeah. yeah. All right? Six yeah. and one. Then they go to Washington uh, this week. Uh, so, and then they, then they got the Giants at home. So this stretch coming up is going to be very critical for this team. Nate, what concerns you most about – what area, I would ask, concerns you most about this team as you start looking forward now? I, I just believe this right here, that – and, and I – Time possession. 
time of possession. We, we have to capture that because uh, it's going to always come back to our defense. Your, your head coach said that it's a critical point, and, I, and, I, and I'm beating it. I'm just beating it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I don't want at the you end believe of, in it. Yeah, I don't want at the end of this year, you know, uh, our guys are beat up because they're tired, you know, and, and yeah. they ran out of gas. And I've, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen to, the, to your Ravens. Where the defense just was a little bit older. This is a young defense. I ain't worried about running out of youth for guys, but just being getting yeah. beat up, you know. So, because this last team, what, 49 runs? Mm. They refused to stop running. Yeah. And, and, and that beat our team up. They need this. They need this by. So, the one area I'm worried about, and then can the offensive line continue to stay physical? Mm. Can the, if the line, offensive line continue to stay physical and uh, they, they have some type of balance? But I do know, Drew, I do know Choppy. It's going to come some games where you're going to throw that rock. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah, so they're going to yeah, have yeah. to be better pass blockers in the second half, too. They're going to have to be definitely better pass blockers. The number is two. Two with two passing touchdowns on Sunday. Dak Prescott now has 45 career multi-touchdown passing games, which moves him past Danny White for the third most multi-touchdown games by a Cowboys quarterback. When you look at four, Drew, when you look at Dak Prescott, what impresses you most about him and what he is going to have to do to help lead this football team if they are to go where they want to go, and that's to the Super Bowl this year? I guess the number one thing is uh, he's a winner. You know, he's got that winning attitude. Uh, then you go from there to his leadership, and then you go from there to his athletic ability. You have all those three things going. you got a pretty good quarterback, you know, uh, running your football team. So, you know, j that just – continue to improve, get better and better, and you know he will. You know how conscientious he is about mm -hmm. uh, his uh, 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 position and where he is. He knows exactly he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys and what all comes with that. And he, he embraces that. Most guys don't want on all that extra. Yeah. Sure. You know, they, they, they call it distractions. But Dak embraces that. And the, other, and the guys on the team listen to him. Yeah. All right? They know he's a quality person. And uh, when you got a guy like that leading your football team, you got a chance. You got a chance. Uh, what we got to do, like Nate said, protect them, keep them healthy. Think in situations uh, where you know he might run the football, got to get down mm -hmm. and stuff. You know, yeah. understand his value to the team. You know, and uh, continue doing what he's doing. He got, you know, from sitting out all those weeks, and then he plays. You know, he played okay when against the Detroit, game he yeah. came back against Detroit. But then the next game, he got better. So he's going to continue to get better as he plays more and more. Chop, we saw last year Matthew Stafford help a talented Los Angeles Rams team win a Super Bowl. Is Dak Prescott good enough and this version of Dak Prescott good enough to help this team win a Super Bowl this season? Oh, yeah, I think he is. I mean, look, I mean, the, the Rams won three playoff games by nine points total. You got to win games like that. Amen. But, I mean... How much of, like, good fortune do you have to get to win three games by nine points total? I mean, things got to go your way. Uh, they had to have a dropped interception in the NFC Championship game to even make the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you, you've got to find ways to capitalize on those mistakes that the other team makes. But he's absolutely good enough to win the Super Bowl. There's a dozen quarterbacks or 15 quarterbacks in the league that you could say are good enough. I don't mean they're going to do it every year. Sure. There's, there's, there's probably two guys that are going to do it every – that are going to be in the running every year right now, and that's Josh – Allen and, and, and Patrick Mahomes. Right. And everybody else is going to be like, okay, well, let's have our career year. Let's have our defense step up that year, and we'll, and we'll take our chances. But, yeah, it, like, there's no doubt that in any given year, 
Dak can lead this team to a title. I don't think there's any question about that. Well, you think about some of these other teams and the quarterbacks they're counting on. Yes. Okay. How about the Joneses uh, <laughs> in uh, New England and the Jets? Yeah, Matt yeah. You know, they're up Matt and down. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is, you know, up and down. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's improving much. Uh, the quarterback we played against. Uh, Josh uh, Fields. Uh, uh, yeah. Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. Josh Fields. You know, Why Trey Lance Josh? is hurt now. But that Armstrong dude. You know, I mean, we're lucky to have what we have at that position. Mm -hmm. When you look around, even uh, quarterback in, uh, in, uh, with the Giants, you know, he's Daniel up Jones, and down. Yeah. Dan Daniel Jones. And so look at the Redskins situation. You know, they play Carson Wentz, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he couldn't start for my grandson's uh, high school team. Oh, <laughs> snap. Not start for your grandson's high school team. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's not, that's not going to cut that's, it. And that's Frisco Emerson, I'm, I'm going to let just uh, say. Shout out. Shout out to Frisco they're, Emerson. They're only 8-1, I'm it's just saying. <laughs> in their first year of high school football. Okay. Hey, well, go on and put it out there. Congratulations <laughs> so far on the season. Right on. But we're blessed to have Dak at quarterback. Let's ride him and put the people around him. Keep surrounding him with the quality players so that we can take advantage of what we have there. We're going to take our final break here on Cowboys Crossfire, presented by SWBC, Kevin Gray, RJ Choppy, Nate Newton, our Cowboys legend, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Drew Pearson. Coming up next, we're going to catch up with Drew Pearson, see what the original 88's been up to, and then we'll figure out what's going on with the rest of Week 9 of the NFL. We'll do that all next on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly, Tilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
NC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Cross yeah, Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Live at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco, the Cowboys Crosstalk live on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network presented by SWBC. Let's thank one of our proud partners, Liberty Tax, the proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Schedule an appointment today at libertytax.com slash cowboys. Kevin Gray. 105 through the fans, RJ Choppy, our three-time Super Bowl champion and six-time Pro Bowler, Nate Newton, and Pro Football Hall of Famer, class of 2021, the original 88, Drew Pearson in the house with us tonight during this bye week for the Dallas Cowboys. We want to thank Drew for his time and his presence on this evening. Let's catch up with the original 88. One of the more cool moments I thought of this season so far, it happened during, I believe, before the season started, maybe a little bit during the season, but you had a chance to sit down with your fellow 88 Club members and C.D. Lamb, Michael Irvin, and yourself. Uh, take us through that moment, obviously, sitting around eating, you know, burrito bowls and burritos uh, courtesy of Chipotle. Tell us about that, that meeting and that summit that the 88 Club had and how special that was for the three of you. Yeah, that, that was really special because that's the first time. That's right. Let me not forget about Dez. Let me not oh, forget about no, Dez. No, no, well. no. Dez is a bad dude. He, yeah. he lives up to what yeah. the 88 yeah, are all could, about. Yeah, okay? Come not on. forget about Dez. They just didn't win <laughs> when he was there. Yes. That's not his fault. But anyway, uh, it was the first time we all got together, the, mm -hmm. the four of us. Uh, when I, you know, when Michael was anointed with that number, he said, Drew, uh, they want me to wear the number. What do you think? I said, well, Michael, it's not my number. But if you do wear it, don't do what I did. Do more than that, you know. So that's <laughs> how we kept passing it on. And Dez come, don't do what Michael did or Drew did. Do more than that. Now it's CD's turn. But we had, you know, it was great to get together and uh, the fellowship, the talk. Uh, and to let CD know <laughs> what it means to be in this special club, uh, the 88 club, and what it means to wear that number. Now, CD admitted it. He didn't want that number, okay? He admitted, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, but now that he's got it, I think he's embracing where he is with it and understands the history of it and is uh, trying to live up to what it's all about. And so, but at getting together, it was great. We. The, the, the best part, you know, you come up with uh, a 30 minute, uh, 30 seconds or a minute commercial, you know, but the best part was the outtakes and stuff, man. We had a ball. We yeah. had a blast there uh, just joking and uh, having a good time and fellowshipping and uh, all that. So it was good. It was Yeah, nice. yeah. The yeah. one thing is we come with all the ADs, they got their money at the end of the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> they made sure the check was cut. Yeah. yeah. Make sure it don't bounce either. Uh, I knew my, boy, yeah. my, my 88 more than, I, more than yeah. I made my first three years in the league. All right. Hey, no, no, no. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look, look. I heard. before taxes. Uh, no, no. I feel you. I feel you. I heard that greater comes <laughs> later. Greater comes later. And you got oh, yours man. coming. We All didn't make time. no money. We didn't make no money. <laughs> I do want to ask you before we get out of here on this evening, too, for those that don't know, what does it mean to be an 88? What is that singular characteristic or mindset that is becoming of all 88s in your mind? Well, there's a lot of uh, things, you know. CD showed with that one game he came across and dropped that pass and then came back later in the game and made the plays to help us win the game. That's a big part of what the 88s are about. Mental toughness, you know, having that heart, even if you have a mistake, use that to motivate you to come back out there on the field and, and try to do something to help the, the team win to overcome that mistake. Uh, and then, you know, just being a, uh, a quality individual, a team player, and taking advantage of every opportunity that comes your way. 
Uh, but knowing when the game is on the line, you got to be the man. Yeah. All right. That's what it is. You know, we didn't have no uh, uh, go to receiver back in the day or number one receiver. We broke the huddle. The defense didn't know if Tony Hill was going to be the number one or me or Butch. But in that final two minutes, we knew, who the ball we was going knew to. where the ball was coming. Yeah. That's and right. Michael Irvin was the same way with 88, and Dez the same way with the opportunities he had. But uh, that's what uh, CD has to do, understand that, and I think he does. And, uh, you know, we told him, uh, don't be messing up, okay? <laughs> don't mess up the 88 yeah. club, all right? Don't we got the something good going here. Yeah. There ain't too many guys in the league getting commercials at this age, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you guys got to keep carrying yeah. me, all right? There you go. <laughs> Nate, you obviously played with one of the 88s and Michael Irvin. For those that don't know, what made Michael special in that locker room? Because he could talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He had a connection with everybody. Offensive line, defensive line, quarterback, wide receivers, a DBs. He could walk into anybody's huddle during the game mm -hmm. and, and intricately be a part of it. He understood the game. He understood the people that he was dealing with, whether he was black, whether he was white, Hispanic. It didn't matter. A woman could have stepped in there and been playing, and Mike would have found a way to get into her mind and her heart. Yeah. That's Mike, man. He was our... Troy was the man. He stood back there. He did what he had to do. But when it came time to pull everybody together, mm. that was the playmaker. Amen. Which is very yeah. interesting because you don't necessarily hear that a lot from wide receivers. And not to know that he had that kind of quality yeah. to be able to do so. Well, that's you, part of the 88 yeah. club. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. I, I, club. I, was, I was captain. You know, yeah, that guy yeah. pulled us together. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know what Dez's situation was. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, that's part of the club, too. CD will be a captain before yeah. he, he leaves here. Well, you're talking about Mike. Most also didn't have 17 brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. They, they, you've got to know how to deal with, I mean, yeah. they, that's 17 different personalities. That's right. And, yeah. and he, had, he has a unique ability. He walks into any room, any room in America, and, and he is one of the three owners of that room that's at any right. given point. That's right. And, and, and so are you. Yeah. And so is Dez. Yeah. That's right. the way it is. I mean, well, and, and well, there's, there's a personality that goes with it. Proud of Mike, man, for his life after football, what he's yeah. doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's really good on, on TV. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he is he's very really good. good and doing a great job and uh, just representing the 88s because every time they see him on TV, mm -hmm. they're thinking about the 88 club. Got yeah. a couple minutes left before we get out of here. What are you up to these days as a pro football Hall of Famer, ambassador to the game of football? What is Drew Pearson doing these days? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I Wake, hear that. Waking up being doing what just what I want to do, being just what I want to be. But, you know, get, still getting opportunities uh, uh, for personal appearances and things like that. And a lot of it came through once you get in the Hall of Fame. These opportunities come more plentiful. Right, right. And uh, you get more meaningful as well. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I was able to uh, do some things to promote the vac vaccine for you know, our race, people of right. color and stuff like that. The uh, Hall of Fame was very much behind that. Mm -hmm. I've had opportunities to speak to school kids as a Hall of Famer uh, with the heroes of the game uh, thing that they got going on. Uh, so it's, it's been a great ride. All I know is, well, why didn't it happen sooner? <laughs> man, come on, man. Look, yeah. they say well, some this of the is best all good, though. Yes. It's been all good. God knows at the right time. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, he does. Uh, he hit me at the right time with this. The, the, best, the best thing he's blessed with 
blessed me with is good health. Yes. I can still run it out and up right now. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it might, one, take, one it might take a while. You got one. One time. You got, you got one that time. one good round one left time. in you. Hey, <laughs> one that's, good left. That's all it takes to take it to the house. Well, we appreciate you stopping down with Amen. us on this Wednesday evening. It's always great to have our Cowboys legends, but especially one that's a pro football Hall of Famer. Well, well overdue time, but you got in at the right time when you needed to be in there. Amen. And now you get to represent the game of football the way that it's supposed to be represented. So we appreciate you stopping down with us hanging out with us on this Wednesday night here on Cowboys Crosstalk. The Cowboys are off this week, so they get to chill just like us. We're going to enjoy some yep. week nine football, uh, none of which I'm going to enjoy tomorrow because it's the Philadelphia Eagles and the Houston Texans, so I'm not going to watch necessarily any of that. You going to take that in tomorrow? I'll watch the World Series tomorrow night. Okay, all right. You'll take it in the World Series. All right, Go no Yankees. Oh. Nate, you going to take it in the World Series? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because what year uh, is this? Uh, you know, <laughs> I hate the Eagles, but I love Fletcher Cox. Okay, okay. Yeah. No harm, no foul. All right. And, yeah. you, and Drew said he's going to be not going to do anything. He's going to chill. Yeah, he, I'm going to chill. I'll be yeah. uh, going to uh, uh, high school football games and okay. college football games, chasing my grandson. So. Well, there right. you go. Amen. Well, again, we appreciate our Cowboys legend, Pro Football Hall of Famer Drew Pearson for joining <laughs> us live at the Cowboys Club here at the Star in Frisco. For Drew Pearson, the three-time Super Bowl champion. Nate Newton, Nate, always good to see you, man. My man, man R.J. Choppy, good to see you, Chop, man. Good yeah. to see you. My name is Kevin Gray. This has been Cowboys Crosstalk live at the Dallas Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Y'all be good. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!